What's up? Hey guys, hey man. How you doing, bro? Chilling. Feeling good. Feeling blessed. Hey, that's cool, man. Hey guys, this is Raz. And this is Edgar. And we are the Cheese May Podcast. And it is brought to you by Nacho Business. Hey man, so <laughs> so what's been going on with you, man? Este pues I found myself and I started working again. <laughs> You found yourself, all right? So you took some meditation and went and talked to some people? Yeah, man. I just had to take a little break for a while, get out of all this hustle and bustle, man. It gets it gets straining after a while. I understand, but, yeah. man. I yeah. took three weeks off, so I'm all good now. Back to work and feels good to be back out there hustling. That'll work, dude. Yeah, kind of missed it. Yeah. Now, um... I meant to ask you. Well, I don't know if you care to share, man. Uh, just just so the people know and see if they can identify or or relate to the stuff you do. Uh, well, yeah, it's the actually I am working for uh, Elado, no, Paletería La Michoacana, not Elados, Paletería La Michoacana. So my job is a business development manager. So basically, what I do is I uh, expand the business for the company, and I also help uh, motivate our uh, distributors okay. that sell our our product, and meet up with them, and um, basically uh, monitor their sales and try to push them to sell more. That'll work, dude. Now, yeah. now uh, uh, is La Michoacana located in the fifty states? Uh, yeah, I believe we are in all 50, I'm still pretty new, but I believe we are in all 50 states. Uh, we do distribute to all 50 states. I think, uh, yeah, just in the mainland, I believe we're in. Oh, okay. No tan perros. Esos, los vatos de Michoacán tan perros. Oh, pues sí. A huevo. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. Um, well, I wanted to transition. We, you and I were discussing this and, you know, we kind of. We kind of uh, started it, but we, we didn't get to finish. But, uh, you know, I, I, over the last few years, I have slowly became a, a coffee guy. And, yes. And, uh, you know, every morning, uh, well, when I get a chance, pretty I, much. I, I better, hold on. Let me cut you off right there. Este, you put me on All the right. spot and asked me what I did. I remember you used to be uh, a sound engineer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about any of your sound engineer stories. I know you met a lot of celebrities, bro. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, a ver, a ver, cuántos right. son before we start getting in our little debates about coffee spots. Yeah, that'll work, dude. <laughs> yeah, está bien. So, all right. So, uh, all right. This is it's probably the short version, but uh, shout outs to shout outs al compita Manny y a la compañía de Vega Pro Audio out here in Denver, Colorado. Este, but, uh, pues, iniciamos todo aproximadamente hace 10 años. Uh, y, bro, everything was pretty much an accident. It, it was one of those things, man. Uh, I met Manny at school uh, where we were doing radio production and, and video production. But he was already a DJ. And he was also, he was also doing uh, uh, sound engineering at this uh, little nightclub. Or, or different nightclubs and bars out here in Denver. But um, we graduated and nothing nothing materialized, man. There was no jobs uh, for, uh, there's only like two, three, about, uh, I would say four uh, Spanish radio stations here in Denver. 
So there was no room for 30 people, you see? Yeah. And then uh, to top that off, uh, all the shows here in Denver, for the most part, I'm going well, to say about 70, 75% of the programming out here in Denver is syndicated. And it all comes from uh, L.A. So, you know, you got your culprits, uh, which are Violin uh, and El Erasno. Uh, uh, for for a little for a little bit they had a show the El Show de Don Cheto. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar yeah. with all those, but all those are syndicated, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 they're all syndicated out here, man. Right now they got uh, la el 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 bueno, la mala y el feo. They got that one here too. It's out of L.A. as well. La Bronca. I know she's from the Bay. Yeah, she's from the Bay. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. So so they're out here too, syndicated. So pretty much everything syndicated, man. So. There's there's no room for new uh for new pups, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh anyway, well we kind of I mean we kind of moved on. Uh you know, just working 9 to 5. Uh my homeboy Manny, he was doing his hustle. He he's a trucker, but you know, in his alter ego, he was a sound engineer. So it was one of those times, man, he called me and uh me said, "Oh, primo, vengase este Necesito alguien que me cobra porque tengo que trabajar temprano, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I told him, yeah, show me. Show me the basics, man. You know I'm good. And, you know, I, I covered him. And, you know, from that point on, we, you know, we, 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 built, we built this really cool bond because, you know, we, st- we, we, we embarked in this, this whole journey, man. It was, uh, uh, it was very humble moments, man. Uh, you know, we would buy our sound. Well, you know, he was the main investor, but we would get a lot of the sound equipment off of uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Guitar Center. I don't know. If they had Guitar Centers out in the Bay. Yeah, yeah, or they, Northern they had, California. Oh yeah, yeah. They had them all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, dude, I'd be acting like Colorado's a whole different country, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what? it's an hour flight, you know. But uh, um, uh, este. You know, we're just buying the, 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 a lot of times the generic brands and we would put black tape over the generic brands and then we would just buy some really good amplifiers and, and we were really good at the craft, man, sound engineering itself. So a lot of people couldn't tell we were just buying generic shit out of a uh, guitar center. But, so, uh, so right off the rip, like when you guys first started, you guys already doing big shows or you guys started like small with like little local groups. Uh, we started with local groups, man. Well, you know what? I wouldn't even say local groups. I don't know, dude. Because, well, yeah, local groups. Regional. Yeah. Porque todavía empezamos cuando todavía estaba fuerte lo duranguense. Oh, yeah. Duranguense was popping, man. I remember yeah. that. Era. So so we worked with a lot of those bands. But you know what? A lot of those bands, they 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 made the transition. Now they play Norteño. Yeah. So, so they, they kind of left the genre and just went to a whole different one. So we worked with a lot of them. So, um, I was going to say, so at that point, um, este, it, it started growing, man. And it was really fun. That journey was fun, man. Uh, but everything took it like the, the turning point was the turning point was one day him and I were talking and and he and he was just like because uh he's a, you know his first language is spanish so he just kind of sticks to that so 
uh, we looked for a mixer. We needed a mixer, like to go major, because we were getting all kinds of offers and deals. And we're like, all right, well, let's do this. We bought our officially. We bought our first mixer off of a, a, a church out in Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if you're familiar with Boulder. Um, uh, it's about 40, 45 minutes to an hour away South from uh, South Park. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you could say that. I mean, it's a college town. It's kind of like our version of UC Berkeley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's about 45 minutes away, uh, with good traffic. So we went and got it, it a Mackie, bro. And, and to us, that was like the shit, you know what I mean? And you guys were like, <laughs> oh man, we did it now. Yeah. We, we and then, yeah. And then the thing too, was that Manny got to connect. I don't want to say a lot of his business, but he got a really good connect for very good sound equipment at a at a, a very affordable price you know uh and his connect was out in el paso oh, uh, a really famous band i'll just go ahead and say it uh, los rieleros del norte okay that was our hookup well his hookup mainly so then <clears throat> he he goes out to el paso shout outs to el paso first of all uh so he goes out there and uh he gets the equipment hauls it back to denver and that's when we we're like, all right, let's do this for reals now. So then we just started working with like big bands and stuff and bigger, like bigger private events. Ya sea quinceañeras, bodas, et cetera, dude. <clears throat> so it just started growing like that, man. And, you know, eventually we, well, he, Manny, he landed in a... It was a famous nightclub, but it closed. I can't even remember the name of it, but uh, that was his big major deal where he was just stationary and just like solid, you know, there every weekend, making decent money. He became their in-house engineer? Pretty much. He was leasing the sound and also the in-house engineer. And then I would be his sidekick, you know, because, you know, whenever you run a gig, uh, gigs like this with concerts or you know, uh, dances, whatever. It's just, it's not just the DJ. You have a whole technical group and, you know, bare minimum, you need at least three, three people, you know? Uh, so you don't go crazy. You need three people. Um, so it, it was usually a three man show, you know, because you need somebody to run the sound, you know, in front of the house and on stage. And then you need somebody to operate the lights and if you have a screen, you need another person to run that screen with the computer. Oh. So it, it becomes a whole, orde- a whole ordeal, man. Um, but eventually, we landed, well, we, yeah, we, because I was part of the team. We landed at a very famous, uh, f- famous nightclub here in Denver. It's called the Stampede. <clears throat> so it's a couple of minutes away, uh, just to give you an idea. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure you heard of it. You know when that crazy guy went out there and uh, to the movie premiere for Batman and he shot yeah, up everybody yeah, yeah, at the theater? Yeah. yeah, it's on that side of town. So it's like yeah. southeast, southeast area of Denver. The, so, the guy that was, uh, the poor guy that was just sick and depressed. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, so the Stampede is out there and um, the, it's like a Western Western themed nightclub or event center because they could pack a whew, 
they could pack approximately three to four thousand people in there. Oh, that's big. Uh, yeah, it's pretty big, man. So, so then they started doing all the big concerts and dances out there from all genres, bro, like banda, norteñas, reggaeton. Uh, what's the other one? Bachata, hip hop. Uh, you name it, man. Country, because it is a country club, you know, country western club. So, uh, so they 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 were just doing an array of things, and we were we were all part of it. And also, shout outs to my homeboy uh, Fluffy. He also listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he was part of it too, man. So it was a really cool journey. But uh, so anyway, so <laughs> all right. So it was one of the events, man. This promoter. I don't know what it is, man. I got caught up in the hype too. You know, you know, right now, well, la, la música de Sinaloa está de moda. Yeah. Entonces todos llegan hablando like if they were Sinaloenses, right? Yeah. So they're, they're like, ¿Qué pasó, viejón? Yeah, yeah. And, and andamos <laughs> al cien. You know, all that kind of lingo, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, so anyway, this the promoter, he, he books this band. And, and, their name, bueno, la, el grupo se llama Los Perdidos de Sinaloa. So, Los Perdidos de Sinaloa, they're an uh, offshoot of, uh, I think they're called Alta Con, Consigna. Yeah, I know I've you heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Heard of them. all right. So, so, the founder of Perdidos, he was part of Alta Consigna. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all those cats, they're out of TJ, dude, uh, Tijuana. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, so they get booked. And, bro, I, and, you know, my nine to five job or whatever, you know, my regular blue collar job, like, I'm always tuning in on the radio just to, you know, keep my ear to the street, see what's happening. And, you know, just to be ready if something pops up, you know, that we got to go, we had to go work at a different club or for a different artist or something like that. So, so I, I didn't hear anything about these cats, man. I didn't, I didn't even know they were booked. So then my homeboy Manny, ya me habla and me dice, hey, Erasmo, este, tenemos, tenemos baile hoy. And I'm like, pues, ¿quién viene? Dice, no, por los perdidos de Sinaloa. I was like, I never heard of these cats, bro, but <laughs> hey, whatever. I was like, I didn't even hear them on the radio. And then um, I show up to the stampede. And then we're there, man. We're setting up. And I was like, dude, I never heard of them. And then somebody tells me, hey, bro. Perdidos de Sinaloa, they popping, dude. I'm like, where? And then they're like, um, in Ciudad Juarez. But you got to keep in mind, Denver and Ciudad Juarez, they have a big connection, man. A lot of people from Juarez live out here. Okay. And so so that's that, that also serves as a trampoline of the different music that's popping in that region. It automatically uh, uh, transcends over to Denver. You know, and yeah. we, and we also have a big presence of L.A., so that's that's the other thing too. Yeah. But um, so I guess as part of the, their tour, Denver, Colorado was their first stop. So I'm like, all right, man, whatever, man. I don't even, I didn't hear them on the radio, and we'll see. Y pues ya eran como las nueve, vato, las nueve, diez y media, and it was still local acts opening, because Perdidos, they, they were the only. They were the main headliner, and the rest was just, like, little local bands. Yeah. So, bro, by 1045, like, out of nowhere, bro, it got packed. It was lit, you know? They closed the doors down, bro. And this is on a Friday night. 
<risa> Cerraron las puertas, vato. Y pues se suben los perdidos. And I was like, dude, I, I like this shit. And, uh, <risa> I feel the energy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. For, bro, I didn't like Cierreño, dude. And when I, once I saw those dudes, I was like, all right, yeah, cool. I could dig it. And then, uh, um, so I don't know if you've ever been to nightclubs or parties or whatever. You yeah. know when is the last call? They 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 tone the music down. Y prenden la luz. Prenden la luz. Yeah. But they usually put chente. Yeah. Or who else do they put chente? Uh, maybe Jose Alfredo. I don't know, dude. Yeah. But nine out of ten they put chente. Well, me and Manny were a little different. <laughs> uh, we uh we like to throw it off, you know. Like for a minute, I used to like put in uh like pop bands, like. I don't know you you ever heard of a Moderato? You ever heard of that band? Uh, I've like heard of them. Band? Yeah. yeah. They got some really good music, man. Um well, this time I was like, dude, you know, I, I had heard uh you know, I had to catch up with my pop music and I heard uh Rake. Hey, what's up, dude? Rake that's my group right there, bro. I went through a stage <laughs> where I would like listen to like all their CDs, dude. Like I, I put, I set up my playlist on uh, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Canciones. I could sing along to every single song they've ever written. <laughs> no was joke. It? Hey, dude. Them and uh, was it? Them and Camila. Yeah, Camila. Um, <laughs> I have a story about them, but go ahead. All right, <laughs> dude. Sure. All right, dude. So anyway, um, so I put, I put Rake. And I put that one song, um, it's called Creo en Ti. So it's like an acoustic guitar song, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I put it on and mind you, they're wrapping up. They're getting people out, but it's packed and it's mostly women. All right. So I put on the song and then the lights are on and, and then all the girls, they start singing, all the women rather. All the women start singing the song, Creo en Ti, right? En yeah. Coro Vato. <laughs> so then the promoter, he's looking. Like, you know promoters, dude. They thirsty, dude. They see any opportunity, they try to jump in. And then he comes up to me, and, and then he's like, ¿Quiénes son esos vatos, viejón? Nunca los había escuchado. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, no, vato, es, es, es un grupo de pop, se llama Rake. I'm like, nah, dude. I don't think you can bring them. Dan. I, I, nah, man. I don't think you can bring them. They charge a lot of money to come out here, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was my story, dude. Yeah, he got all he got all excited. <laughs> here some guitars and women singing. He's like, yeah, I could book these fools out here too. But yeah, man. Nah, hey, they, hey, how much you think they charge a the show? I don't know, dude. Maybe. You think that uh, the, you, you think in the six figures? Yeah, maybe hundred racks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's money. Hey, yeah. but they got like a massive entourage that travels with them, though, huh? Probably, and I, I think they probably uh, hire sound out of town, like out, out of town companies on tour, because you know they they're backed by they're actually backed by the 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 record company. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they they, they yeah, so they, they got they got money put behind them. Yeah, they got budgets, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of these musicians, they have a deal with no budget, you know. So half of the time they're they're out there trying to lease sound from local local guys and stuff. And just keep in mind, folks. Oh, I'll say it in Spanish. 
muchas veces cuando un grupo va a su ciudad o sea presentarse y el grupo no es muy famoso y se oye mal el sonido, muchas veces es porque no traen su equipo técnico y pues escucha mal. Entonces no, no se quejen. <laughs> like support your artists, man. Buy their product, you know. Yeah. Famous. But yeah, man. So that was my story, dude. But yeah, I got a lot of stories. From it, that. It, when you did that, uh-huh. you know how you uh, pues mo- most of the your gigs were like grupos norteños or like you know uh, yeah. bandas or whatever. Hey, did yeah. you ever have to do like a uh, did you ever have to do like a setup for like a, a narco or something like that ever happened to you? Uh. Yeah, like, oh, it's a, <laughs> a sensitive subject, dude. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we've been in predicaments like that and we didn't even know it. Oh. And, and yeah, that you never know until you're there. You're no, like, oh, you don't know, dude. Into. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I don't want to talk about it, bro, <laughs> but it's very, <laughs> it's very compromising. Yeah, no, because I was just uh, watching an interview that Spinoza passed and they asked him the same question Have you ever played for a narco? And he was uh, like, Yeah, I have. And then, like, they tried to get on him about it. He was like, nah, but hold on. He was like, when you play for them, no si quieres. Is that you have to. He was like, they'll show up, y te agarran, and they say, hey, you have to play. And you, and you have to play. Like, you either play for me, you die. Or you can never come back to the city again. So, you, no tienes de otra. You have to. Yeah. No es que si quieres. Es que tienes. Uh, uh, dude, we, I don't know, man. We, like, half of the time, you don't know. You get the phone call, you book it, and you show up. You know, you yeah. show up, and, you know, you set a price, man. You know, you're like, hey, this is a price, yada, 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 and and these are the receipts. Because it's not like, you know, a lot of times, matter of fact, dude, let, let me go back a step. A lot of times, we're not booked directly by the, how do I say, we're not booked by the party organizer, We're booked by the band at this time, you know, at this time, they're the ones dealing with that. They just pay us our money. But then once we're there, we're like, oh, shoot, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so nah, like, that's why, that's why I was like, okay, I'm trying to answer this the right way. But a lot of times, like I said, we get booked by the musician, not the, not the host, you know, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that that's what's up, man. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, so so yeah, man, go uh, so going back to the coffee deal. Uh I started drinking coffee uh just a couple years back and I want to call myself a connoisseur of uh, you know, the different coffees that are out there so far. Well, I don't know all of them. Uh but You know, I, I kind of rated my maybe top three or four. And mm-hmm. I was just going to tell you my, my, my list, bro. But then after that, after we discuss it, I'm just going to tell you who was voted number one in the country. Okay. So for me, I'm factoring in the convenience, the price, and the taste. Okay. All right. So my top coffee shop. And I don't even want to call it shop, but my, you know, my top coffee joint, 7-Eleven. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, 7-Eleven. No. Yeah, bro. Any blue-collar person will tell you 7-Eleven. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I, no. 
All right. What All else right. you got? All right. Number two. A ver. Este. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts is I sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've had good coffee there, but then I've had some really bad coffee before. Oh, okay, okay. And number three, uh, Starbucks. Okay, I like Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. And then um, I don't think I have a number four. Well, number four, McDonald's, dude. No. Uh, nah. nah, all right. So, yeah, those those are just my four, man. There's some other copies here, and I'm not going to throw them under the bus. I just thought it was nasty, dude. So <laughs> I'm not even going to mention them. So and and they're big local chains here in Denver. So so oh, yeah. yeah so yeah yeah. So I but I, I'm not going to mention them. Uh, so yeah. So what are yours, man? All right. So uh, well, a lot of the coffee shops. I'm not I'm not sure if they have them out there, but for sure at the top of my list mm-hmm. for convenience, it's uh, Starbucks. Just because there's a Starbucks literally one mile from my house, and I have to drive past it every single day. Okay. And then, you know, it's really convenient. They have that app now. So I usually just, like, when I'm warming up the car, I'll order my coffee. I'll drive there. And I yeah. just pull up, and my coffee's ready to go. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I don't have to pay or anything. I just walk up and be like, hey, I got a mobile order for Edgar. And boom. Este, but another really good coffee shop is uh, Phil's Coffee. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's Phil's, like, P-H-I-L-Z. You know what, man? Nah, I don't think I've seen it. I'm just going to have to look it up. That coffee, I actually like it a lot more than uh, Starbucks, but those locations are a little hard to find. Since I work all over the Central Valley in, like, Northern California, yeah, yeah. I'll find they have, they have a few in the Bay. Uh, they're starting to pop up a little bit more, and they have a bunch of them in Sacramento. Okay. So, usually when I'm in Sacramento, I always stop and get bills. Uh, another one that's a big one that I go to is, uh, ¿cómo se llama este otro? Which one I mentioned to you yesterday? Uh, uh, I can't remember, dude. Este, ¿cómo se llama? Oh. Uh, oh, well, there's a spot called. Um, you know, I can't even think of it right now. I totally blanked out on the name. Oh, okay. No, no está tan bueno, pues, vato. No, it's because I don't. I don't go to it a lot. I only go to it when I when I go to the Bay Area. It's in oh, San Jose okay. where I always go to it. Okay, ah, pero Got no, it. ¿cómo se llama? Yeah. But, um, is, that, is that Silicon Valley uh, coffee? Yeah. Right. But you know what? Actually, Sacramento has a lot more uh, coffee shops than, right. like, you know, they're more. Uh... Escuta en Sacramento, they're having, like, a thing where, like, hipsters are popping out there, man. Uh, kind of like Denver? Yeah, like, there's a lot of hipsters. There's, like, a lot of hipster coffee shops. There's, like, Temple Coffee Roasters. Uh, what's another one that I've been to? Uh, Chocolate Fish is another one I've been to. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, but um, pero que conozcan, like, big brands, Fields is pretty big. Okay. And, um, y también, pues, Starbucks, of course. Pero, you know, usually those uh, coffees, casi nunca los agarro, like, from gas stations, just because, man, they're, they're not consistent with the flavor. A veces okay. you get a good batch, y a veces no. So yeah, I rather yeah. Just, I'd rather pay an extra 95 cents and go to Starbucks, dude. Yeah. Well, the thing with me, man, you got to keep in mind. I get up at 3.30 in the morning to go to work. The only thing open is 7-Eleven. A poco you guys don't have 24-hour Starbucks over there? Not yet, dude. Oh, we, got a, we, got, we got a few of them. Uh, actually, yeah. there's one in Modesto. Oh, okay. But... Un- unless, unless it's not on my side of town, and on my side of town, there's very little. You know, there is a Starbucks, but it opens up at 5. Yeah. So Yeah, usually they all open around at 5. But yeah, there, there's, I think, like, every big town has to have at least one because I know I always stop at the one in Hayward when I worked in the Bay. 
Y luego, we have one Modesto también que siempre pasaba when I used to work super early. You know what? Now, now that you mentioned that, yeah, I, I, if I recall correctly, like in downtown Denver, se me hace que sí hay. But like I'm, I'm north of downtown Denver, so. Oh, okay. And, and no. then my, my, my job, I have to drive more north, you know? Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, so nah. So, yeah, 7-Eleven does it for me, man. And, and then, like I said, um, then Dunkin's, but yeah. But anyway. Hey, do you ever do those fancy, when you go to Starbucks, do you always go for those fancy ones, or you just do a straight, straight coffee, like a straight, uh, regular black coffee, okay, what's, what's your go-to? You know what, my wife, she got me hip to this thing she does, and it's, it's an iced coffee, iced coffee with almond milk, no sugar. Okay, that, that's what my wife gets. Yeah, I, I know, para el avión, bato. It's good. A lot of times when I go to Starbucks, I know that stuff's strong, and I know it's gonna wake me up. No, try the the cold brews. The cold brews have, I think, have a little bit more caffeine than the iced coffees. Oh, okay. Porque the cold brews are straight coffee. Los iced coffees on water down. Got it. Okay. Okay. See, I'm no I'm no coffee expert, man. Like I said, I just started getting into this ever since I started. You know, I started have to get up earlier than what I what I was used to. You know. When I had a nine to five, and I was yeah. like, shoot, got to get up really early, man. So now, like, I get I get hella irritable, man, when when I don't yeah. have coffee. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I have to have the coffee. It takes that little edge off in the morning. Just like, yeah. It, it doesn't, like, wake me up like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm ready for this. It just, but when even when I'm a little, like, because I'm not a morning person, it just yeah, kind of yeah. takes the edge off a little bit, so. Yeah, so Coffee. that's the whole deal, man. But yeah. well, just to sum the whole conversation, man. The article said that the best coffee in America, just like you know, your your branded coffee, not not your what is it called? Not your local brewery or whatever, man. Um or coffee roaster. But the best coffee in America is from Krispy Kreme Donuts. No. Yeah, dude. Best coffee. Krispy Kreme is the best coffee in America. Yeah, that's what they said. Nah. <laughs> they, they've never had a they, they've never had a cup of a Dutch Oh, Dutch Brothers is another good one. Those are really hard to find. I oh, think okay. the closest one to me is like like a little town around Sacramento. I forgot what town it was. I think it was like Citrus Heights or something. Yeah. But they they're popping like up in Washington and Oregon. Uh-huh. When we went up to Washington on the whole way there. Like we were seeing them everywhere, the Dutch Brothers. That then they have a huge cult following. Okay. Remember, yeah, I would see stickers on like cars in Sacramento and stuff, and yeah. they would have like coffee mafia, and then it would be like a picture of Al Capone, like uh, a stencil. And I'm okay. Like, Why does everybody have those? And yeah, they get them from that Dutch Brothers coffee. Kind of like, like the, kind of like the Obey brand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, yeah. 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 So so yeah, that's what they said, man. I mean, I don't know. I like their donuts, but you know. Yeah, the donuts oh. are legit. And I yeah. actually like Dunkin' Donuts better. Yeah. Well, but... yeah, that's true. Um, you know what, man? Do you know what the secret is behind Krispy Kreme donuts? Uh, that they make them in front of you so you think they're fresh? Nah, dude. <laughs> it's uh, and part of the recipe, they use potato starch. Orale. Oh, well, potato bread is good, but oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I learned this from this kid, man, that, you know, him and I used to work together. 
and he did a project. He used to go to uh, University of Denver uh, for business, and then uh, you know he was just analyzing the uh, the Krispy Kreme model and why it was so successful, and and yeah, and the recipe they incorporated potato starch to their donuts. Oh wow! <clears throat> yeah, so that that makes them a little different, and I think yeah, they're soft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, everybody likes those glazy. They go crazy for those donuts. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Krispy Kreme. Well, you know what? It was it was a hit here, man. But then I don't know. They just kind of went away. Uh, like the big thing out here uh, in Denver is this place called Voodoo Donuts. Oh uh, yeah, I went to the one in uh, Portland. Oh okay, yeah, man, yeah. those are some expensive ass donuts. <laughs> I have never walked out of a donut shop with one box and spent forty bucks. <laughs> so yeah we got that out here dude i haven't been there yet so i'm planning on going so. yeah uh they open one in la uh, in uh hollywood at the universal studios they have that little little downtown thing uh what is it called the um, well the walk of fame or something yeah yeah something like that okay uh, city walk it's called okay. city walk so they opened one at city walk it was packed and i was like yeah i've been there done that I'm okay. like gonna stand in line and spend forty bucks on two donuts. Yes, <laughs> dude. Yeah, nah, it, it ain't that worth. You know, it ain't worth it to me, bro. <laughs> but uh, hey, man. But there, I know, you, I know there was something you wanted to touch base on. Uh, and you know, you want you wanted my opinion on or, the Kavanaugh hearing, on the, the hearings and stuff. Yeah. Well, what? So, what do you think? What, what's your take on this whole situation? On this. The new Supreme Court justice, oh the uh, the nominee Kavanaugh, yeah, ah, dude, and then all of that, all that, well, the allegation that popped up right now. I don't know, man. That's a tough one because they say it happened over thirty years ago. Yeah, and it's like, well. Why is it popping up now? You know, a lot of this stuff, I, okay. I do question it, man. And okay, but I'm, I'm not being a jerk, dude. But... Okay, but check this out. Yeah, go why ahead. Are, why is Kavanaugh, Donald Trump, and the Republicans, why don't they want the FBI to investigate? See, not them, why are they hiding? Well, they're trying to save tax money, dog. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Oh, now they want to save tax money, but when yeah. Donald Trump wants to go golfing and has to spend 200000 on security detail? What then? Oh, dude. Was that realidad? I don't know, man. Uh, it's. You no, know, because what... she doesn't, she doesn't, right now she doesn't want to testify just because uh-huh. uh, they're going to victim shame her. She wants, she wants an investigation before you start pointing the finger and saying, why now? Why now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, investigate okay. it and get the facts out. Yeah, you and you know what, man? Out, and you can find it. She, pa- she passed a lie detector test. You know well, what, what I was going to say. Her psychologist yeah. has notes on it too that she has told her psychologist about it. You know, I'm 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 always open for correction, man, because this is very how do I say it? it it's it's a uh, it's a difficult subject to get into. You know, it, it's 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 hard to talk about. Uh, and yeah, it, but it, 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 and and. Just it's, because it's, it's okay, just because it's hard to talk about, we're not just gonna want to swear this guy in no. and have him be the highest law on the land just because it's an uncomfortable situation. It has to come out. We have to talk about it. Yeah, I, well, and yeah. we we have to get to the bottom of it. He's yeah, gonna be yeah. he's gonna be on the highest court of the land. Like there's no higher court. 
is that a person is that a person with with the moral grounds that he would rape a person and be okay with it is that a person you want passing these laws or or taking on all these cases no exactly so we have to get to the bottom of it you know what man <laughs> I, I i said this man and i think i mentioned it to you but the other day man i was driving and I, and then i was tuning in to all the podcasts that i follow right yeah and you know just trying to catch up uh cuz i'm a fan you know i'm a fan of a lot of a lot of podcasters um but every single podcaster was talking about the same thing and i just had to like I just had to turn it off, dude. I was like, you know what? I'm a little overwhelmed. So then I just like went to my phone and then I put Los Hijos de Garcia. Están perros esos vatos. Hey, esos vatos traen veneno de cobra, vato. What's up with these? Are there, what's the other group that's there? Los Hijos de Barón. De Barón. Yeah. No, estos los, los Hijos de Garcia. Andan con veneno de cobra, vato. Oh yeah, <laughs> Simon. I was like, dude, me aceleré un ratillo, vato. But then I'm like, dude, I, I can't do none of that stuff. <laughs> I, I roll legit. <laughs> but uh, hey, I think así te pones como como me pongo yo when I listen to six nine. Oh, el Tekashi. Yeah, makes hey. me wanna makes hey. me wanna go rob a convenience store, and I'm like, nah, that ain't me. I gotta turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, but but anyway, look, man, I I had a. I had to think about this, man. And, and, and I mentioned this to you, uh, you know, unfortunately, like I could tell you this from my parents, you know, mis papas vienen de rancho y pues, you know, son gente muy humilde y, y, y a veces de pocas palabras, you know, entonces muchas veces no, no, no te inculpo. Bueno, al menos a nosotros, a mí, a mis hermanas y hermano, no, no nos inculcaron muchas cosas que, que ¿cómo te diré? Que detalles de respeto y, y, you know, like, how do I explain it? Like, like, the birds and the beast talks and all those different things, like respect yourself, respect others. It was, you know, my parents was just work, 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 work. That was yeah. it. That's yeah. all they knew to do. And, and. Well, that's all our generation because. Yeah. Yeah, everybody in our generation now, that was just uh, porque pues, most of us were all uh, first generation Americans, and uh, that's just a talk their parents never had with them. That's something. Yeah, you know, like, well, I'm pretty sure your parents, like, just like my parents, they just had like a sixth grade education the most. Yeah. You know? the, o- the only talk I ever got like that was from my dad when he caught me with the girl. I was like uh, 17 or something. Yeah. And he was uh, like, Más vale que te estás poniendo un cachucho pendejo porque no vas a soportar a tu niño. <laughs> nah, dude. Well, you know, my dad, he's he's a very quiet man. And the only thing my dad told me, he said, hey, mire, usted tiene hermanas y pues usted quiere que respeten a sus hermanas y, and, and pues respete a las mujeres, this, that, the other, you know? Um, but, you know, Okay, so I'm going to go off the tangent a little bit. And, and and this really made me change my mind about a lot of stuff, man. And, and, and it took a while to process and to put it in play, you know. So I was working. It was my first job out of high school. 
and I was the old, I was the youngest cat from the whole crew, and I was working. Yeah, so I, w- I was working at a Walmart, right? Walmart Supercenter. Oh, I remember that. I remember where. All right, so, este, so we're chilling, and you know I would just partake with whatever the older guys were saying, you know, any foolishness they would talk about, I would laugh and jump in or whatever, right? But then one day I'm in the back, you know, getting stuff ready to pull out to the to the you know to display, and then they're like, "Yeah, man, there's this fine a woman, ooh, you know, this that the other." They were just saying a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and they're like, "Raz, you gotta come out here, man." I'm like, "Ah, all right, dude. I'm on my way out." So I walk in, bro. It was my sister, dude. Oh, <laughs> it was my sister, dude. And then I just I looked, and that was a shot. Like it shocked me, you know. And I and I turned around. I turned around. I was like, "Hey, fool, that's my sister." <laughs> that's my yeah. bad, bro. But you know. That, that was my wake up call. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I had to sit back and I'm like, all right, man. Like, I got to reevaluate my life. You know, like I got, I got to change. But uh, so that that was that was one of that was a defining moment for me. Uh, you know, where I had to take a different approach, and it wasn't easy because it's not easy to break back bad habits. You know. Yeah. You know, being rude, disrespectful to people. Nah, you know, I had to change a lot of that stuff, man. Even to this day, man, I'm, I'm still on a learning curve, you know. Uh, but, uh, pero bueno, I still saw lo que voy. I was listening to all, all those podcasts, and then I put Los Hijos de Garcia, and I turned up a little bit driving my truck. But then after that, I just had a chance to think everything, you know. And, Every single podcast, every single show, I feel that they're trying to. How do I say it? This I, I this is going to be controversial, but nobody has said it. Everybody's circumventing this one of the solutions to to the stuff that's going on. I think a lot of the 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 harassments and 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 you know, abuses and stuff like that, you know, you got to start it from the top, which is, you know, the parents, you know, they have to inculcate their, the children and let them know, hey, man, you know, women and both men and women have to be held at the same standard. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing that I thought of, and I had to tell my wife and She's like, yeah, you're right, but I don't think a lot of people are going to get it. <laughs> but I te va. Three things, bro. Abstinence, courtship, and marriage will solve a lot of those issues, man. Not all of them, but a lot. Oh, man. Uh... See, but how, how would you even begin with that? It has to start at home, bro. That uh, that's what we were talking about, and it's like, and this, unfortunately, with all the stuff that's on the media, you know, TV, social media, internet, you're bombarded with all this stuff, man. You know, you're bombarded yeah. with 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 uh, what is it? I don't know. Uh, Promis, I don't know how to say that word. Promiscuity. 
that how yeah. you say it? Yeah, yeah, that. And um, you're bombarded with it 24-7, you know? And it's hard for us as parents to be there with our kids babysitting them like 24-7 too, you know? So it's a fight we have uh, we have at home and our biggest enemy is the TV. And we willingly go and buy those big-ass TVs on Black Friday, you know? Um, so it's like, dude, we're enemies of ourselves, man. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a lot of stuff, man. But that's one of the solutions I came up with. Yeah, but that that's one of those that's that's tough too yeah that, that, that's tough man because uh how do i say it without sounding like a like a sexual deviant uh, uh, <laughs> moving forward no nah, but you know you you're, you're probably right but that, that's just a little bit too conservative for the world we live in now you mm-hmm. know the whole your body's your temple and but it is, you know. Yeah, it is. But and, then, and, but then, the more you tell people to be, como te dice, censor yourself, the more it makes people want to go the opposite direction. It, yeah, that's true too, man. It, it's Pero, it's it's a really tough battle because there's always, you know, a massive group of people that always want to go against the system or against the norm and saying like the old way or whatever that way. It's just like no, like let me be me. Let me date who I want. Let me sleep around if I want. It's my body. I can do whatever I want. Pero. Yeah. Well, you know, but just to sum this, the situation with, uh, uh, judge Kavanaugh. I, I think that the, the right thing to do since it was already put out there, I think that the investigation should go through the motions, man. I mean, if they don't find anything, they don't find anything, you know? And if they do, they do. That's it, man. I mean, I... Like... And, and you know this lady that's accusing him? It, it kind of yeah. hits close to home just because she's um, she's a professor at the university my wife graduated from. So Oh, okay. My wife okay. never personally met her. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a small... It's a really small university, too. It's a, it's a small private uh, psychology university. Oh, okay. In uh, right. Palo Alto. Okay, not Stanford, is it? No, uh, they're affiliated with Stanford. Um, okay, it's part of the Stam- It's part of the Stanford uh, master's program. So, does her uh, degree say Stanford? Uh, my wife's no, because she didn't do the master's program. Oh, she got, okay. She got her bachelor's there. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but That's... the master's program, I believe, does say Stanford on it. Okay, man, the Duartes are moving up, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all moving up, man. Este, so yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's that's the thing, man. I like they just just stop circumventing the situation. It was already put out there, man. Just investigate. That's it. Like, there's, there's a like, and, and that thing, the notes that her psychologist has, they're not uh, recent notes. They're not even notes from like, they're notes from 2012. Yeah, you know, way what, before he was even. There was even a chance he was gonna, you know, be up for uh, Supreme Court. Yeah. So it's not like she's making it up. She did. They did the polygraph test. She passed the polygraph test. Got it. Okay. Now, and 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 I understand, man. Like I was gonna say that that stuff like that is 
no one can get over that kind of stuff, man. That's trauma, dude. Exactly, you, dude. You, and, you'll and never some, get over it. Yeah, and then what what really irritates me mm-hmm. is the fact that we have people in power, like uh, the Republicans, yeah. that are saying like, "Oh no, like she doesn't want to come." Well, whatever. Let's just vote him in. Like, are you serious? You're willing. You're willing to put somebody through. Like, you're willing to have that person be in our highest court of our land. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not going to be for like one year, two years. He's going to be there for a long time. Yeah, you know, a, a college professor that that's you know that I esteem a lot when when I was in college. The way he defined it is, the Supreme Court of the United States of America is God. Yeah. For what it's worth, when it comes to the law here in the States. They can it, reverse anything they want. They, yeah. They, they, they could tr- pass anything they want. They could pardon Trump. Is yeah. what, even Trump. Like the, he's always saying, like, oh, we should be investigating Hillary. Like, okay. for the Benghazi thing. So how many Americans died in Benghazi? Three Americans? I believe so, uh, yeah. Four I, Americans? I, I don't have all the facts straight on ben, the Benghazi situation. But they want to spend all that money to investigate her. Uh-huh. But now they're saying that we shouldn't waste money to investigate Kavanaugh, which is, I don't know, it's bull. Even yeah. Trump said that I don't think the FBI should get involved. Why shouldn't they get involved? Are you scared of something? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think they should just stick to whatever is within the confinements of the law. How many people died in Puerto Rico? Uh, several thousand, they said. Why hasn't anybody investigated Donald Trump? They're Americans too. They're color. They're, I don't know. Man, they're Americans, was, bro. They got to. Yeah, they are Americans. Americans. Yeah, they, the the birth certificate says Americans. Yeah, they're Americans. You, hey, yeah, but when you have them stand next to us, if you have some Puerto Ricans with us, they're not going to call them Puerto Puerto Ricans. They're going to call them Mexicans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. So, so that's that's the thing. Well, it like, depends. It depends what side of the coast you're on. If you're on the west coast, they're Mexicans. If you're on the east coast, they're Spanish. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that that's the thing, man. Uh, that I I think they're, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the situation that um. It just gets deeper, bro. It gets really deep and controversial. <laughs> yeah, it's not controversial. We have I a mean, crook as our president. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's we have, uh, we it's, have a crook, we have a con man, somebody that doesn't deserve. Uh huh. Well, to you have know that title. It's uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I I, I want to take myself out of the equation on this one because <laughs> one thing I, I you know one thing I tell my kids, man, is uh. You know, my kids were saying some stuff that their classmates were saying, uh-huh. and they were insulting the president. They were saying just a bunch of stuff, right? And they were calling them names. <laughs> and, and I'm like, look, man, one thing I understand, all right, one thing I understand is that you do not insult a person in power like that. I don't care how much you don't like the person. When they're in power, they're in power. You can't talk like that about them, you know? You can agree you, or you can disagree respectfully, but you're not going to insult a man in power. That's what I told my kids. So we just kind of keep it like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. 
Yeah, yeah. So I just keep it like that because if 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 we were any other country with without these, you know, freedoms that we have, if you you know you go around saying this at the other about the president, you know, <laughs> you know what happens in North Korea, bro. <laughs> hey, so. but those are freedoms he's trying to remove, and that's why we're doing what we're doing. Hashtag resist. Este <laughs> vato. <laughs> But dude, yeah, that's a fine line, man. And I nah, like just saying. out of respect, bro. You know, I I respect the people in power. Uh, I I do disagree with some things, a lot of things that they're doing. But uh, it, it, I don't I don't feel I should go out of pocket and insult them. You know, uh, I, I like to do what uh, former la- uh, former first lady Michelle Obama says: "They go low, we go high." You know. <laughs> You just go low, huh? <laughs> we we get low down to the floor with them. <laughs> this dude. Nah, but yeah, but anyway, just going back to uh to you know this whole Kavanaugh deal. Um yeah, it's important for them to check everything out. Uh and just because like that professor told me uh when it comes to uh, you know the American law. Constitution, etc. Those people are considered gods, you know, life appointees. So, so yeah, yeah, they should, they should definitely check it out, bro. <clears throat> and and um, um, you know, if if it's in fact, if in fact everything, uh, you know, this woman is saying is true, uh, I just hope she, you know, she finds uh, you know, peace in her heart. Some some form of vindication you know what i'm saying yeah 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 you know uh you know some peace out of that because it is traumatic it doesn't you know imagine what she's going through she's kept it quiet all this time yeah but now she's put in a position where like am i really gonna let the guy that raped me uh-huh. that took my peace of mind that took okay. my my uh what's that my feeling of feeling safe took all that away from me should i just keep my mouth quiet and let him get to that position or yeah the dignity and 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 what's the other word there's another word for uh for that you know took away innocence bro yeah and her innocence uh yeah man they, they should check it out man um i mean look well, man they, they, well i'm good that to make good. it technical, he didn't rape her. He attempted oh, to rape her. He attempt, yeah, he yeah. He Look, covered man. her mouth and tried to penetrate. Oh, that's assault, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, hey, man, I'm gonna say this. No le dieron quebrada, uh, Bill Cosby. Why should this guy be any different? Because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you get, you you pushing this show, dog. You pushing this show. Sorry, I, I don't have a filter sometimes. Yeah, yeah. This especially because the politics. Hey, it's, it's the California liberal. In me. I see that, man. Shoot, you have a granola bar, también, and some organic water from Jaden Smith. What? All right, now let's talk about important news. All right, man. Yeah, because we uh we're kind of wrapping this up, man. Yeah, yeah, almost para una hora. Yeah. yeah, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Did you hear about the fight? Yeah, man. I saw that <laughs> knot on her head too. Este... Is that not real, man? I thought it was photoshopped when I saw it. No, no, no. Si le dieron un madrazo. But <laughs> look, man. 
I think all right, man. The thing that Cardi B has going for her, she has two crowds, bro. At this point, Cardi B is international just because she speaks Spanish, dude. She yeah. already international. She already did collabs with reggaeton artists. Oh, did that reggaeton uh, song she got with, uh, what is that guy's name? Osuna? Oh, that's just popping. You, you know I what? Like that one. I, don't, I don't follow the genre like I want to, but but I heard some stuff, you know, where she's doing reggaeton, and I don't know if it's Osuna, but but yeah, I heard some stuff. Um, but yeah, she's she's an international uh, artist already, man. So I, as far as I'm concerned, man. Uh, what I, Didn't Nicki Minaj do reggaeton too? I thought she did reggaeton too, like a while back. I, I don't remember, man. Uh, the only thing I remember about her was I know she came out in the Lopez Tonight Show, and she said she had another alter ego. It, it, her name was Rosa or something like that, and then wow. she had all these different personalities and stuff. Uh, you know, even to the point I remember that that they they used to say that she was uh, what was it bisexual or that she was a lesbian and. And then she had all this stuff going on. Couldn't find out, you know, Safari was there the whole time. Then Meek Mill. And I, you know what? If you ask me, man, I just think she disappointed a lot of her, uh, her followers, dude. And I think that's why she kind of fell off a little bit. What do you think? Uh, yeah, well, well, Cardi B, she's, she's really likable person. She's funny. She's really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she feels relatable. Yeah, that's true. You could, you, she looks like a normal person, like you would know. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, she's I don't know. She's always kind of had a built an aura around her that she's untouchable, that she's like a god, like oh my god, you guys are peasants type of thing. <laughs> okay, so th that's what kind of makes her like la sangre pesada, sangrona. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. And, and and Cardi beating La Sangre Bien Liviana, she's like really likable. Do you, dude? It's hard to hate on Cardi. It's really hard to hate on Cardi. Yeah, that's true, man. And you know what, man? I've heard. You know, my wife showed me a few interviews. Uh, you know, cause that song. Came, what was that first song she came out with? It was like her breakthrough. Bodak Yellow. Yeah, dude. A Bodak Red. Or, what was that? Bodak, Bodak Yellow. Yellow something yeah. like Bod. Yeah, something like that. And then I was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we were at a festival, and they were bumping it, and you saw a bunch of dudes rapping no, the song, oh, yo. Hey, you, you, I don't want to sound sexist, but I don't really like, like, female. I, like, I never, like, I never bump, like, female rap because I always thought, like, oh, this is for girls, dude. Like, it's kind of, like, you know, yeah. sus if a guy bumps it. But Cardi B, she, a todo volumen. <laughs> I don't care what they say. <laughs> hey, but I heard that her go her actual songwriter is a dude. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Partisan Fontaine. Andale. Yeah. So that's why you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, no, you get but... behind the track, dude. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I like Cardi B, man. And you know what? I've seen a couple of her interviews and um, where she kind of like, I, I know she had a past life. She did whatever she did, you know. I, I believe yeah. she was a stripper. Did some other stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um, not sure what it was, but uh, I like that she, her whole thing is 
one of one of the times I saw a video, she was like, you know, I've been told to change my act just because I have a lot of kids following me, and that's what I'm gonna do. And I respect that, man. And also, in one of her interviews, she was just saying how if she had an opportunity to do something else that was not stripping or what have you, she would have done that other thing. So I, I find that I, you know, I, I respect that, man. I like that, you know, that. And and she tries to throw it out there that there's other things for people other than um, jumping into something that you may regret down the road. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I I I, I like that from her. You know, and she is funny, dude. <laughs> she's funny. She is funny, man. Uh, I've never seen a funny video with Nikki. So, nah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. her acting. No, I seen one funny video of when she was acting in college. That was pretty funny. Nah, I've never seen it. You dude. ever seen that? No. You never seen it? There's one. She's like in a uh, drama. Okay. They're like doing a play or something. Okay. Oh no, but uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj does have a, a reggaeton song with uh, Farruko and Bad Bunny called Creepy Kush. I, I, I do actually like that song. Oh, and Travis okay. Scott is in it too. I do actually like that song. I did hear that song when it first came out. I was like, it's actually pretty sick. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to have to listen to it, dude. So, so yeah, man. Uh, I think I think um, Cardi B, she she pretty much has sealed uh, she has sealed her fate for the, for the next few years, dude. She Yeah. She, she's number one now. Yeah, she's she's on top right now. It's the uh that last podcast, the Brilliant Idiots, they were talking about her new music. That's pretty dope too. So Okay, yeah. She has more hits coming. Yeah. Well I can't wait, dude. <laughs> yeah. So so anything else you wanted to touch base on, bro? Let's wrap this up, dude. All right, man. Hey, this so is not bore everyone. Yeah. So, hey, man, I just wanted to send some shout outs to all the people that supported us on our previous uh, or our first podcast. Um, also, uh, all 20 of y'all. I appreciate it. Yes, shout out <laughs> to all you guys. Um, uh, what else, man? Oh, next week, man. Um, there's some stuff going on uh, about beers. Uh, well, this weekend here in Denver, we're having the great american beer festival and just wanted to see uh what was your take on different beers man and uh you know wanted to you know wanted to discuss that next week and see how much you know and sounds how good mu- that's my favorite topic <laughs> and how much i can learn bro yeah i'll check them out definitely puro veneno de cobra vato y así se va a llamar este podcast oh go ahead don't forget to go to the movies this weekend it's, they have that new uh fahrenheit what is that new fahrenheit movie coming out the uh, documentary fahrenheit 11 9 i think it's gonna be called oh shoot okay i didn't even know dude no. yeah okay uh, so it comes it comes out friday so uh i'm gonna try to go see it this weekend maybe we could talk about that that'll work dude yeah man so uh yeah so hey guys thanks for listening to us here on cheese um again it's brought to you by nacho business and again i'm raz and i'm edgar talk to y'all next week adios